we are so grateful tonight to have with us uh, Ellie Haney, uh, who has uh, chosen to speak out and talk to us um, about her experience and, and share it with uh, all of us and um, really inspires us to uh, start a conversation. Um, so we also have with us this evening as well, Reverend Jake Glover, who will make some welcoming remarks, and Julia Smith from our counseling office, um, who will also talk to us about some resources, and Marcy Haley from the Spirituality Center. Um, so without further ado, Jay, thank you. Amen, good evening. We welcome you and, and thank you for coming out here tonight. I'm excited, I, I particularly like the way this event has been framed as here for you event. Um, this clearly and unambiguously articulates what is on the mind and the hearts of the organizers of this event. What is that? That is the overall wellness of the Fairfield community. And when I say overall wellness, I mean body, mind, and spirit. Amen? Amen goes Amen. right there. <laughs> now, I know that the organizers of this event are a humble group, but I think we can show them a, a brief gesture of appreciation for their hard work in this way. All right, that's enough. On behalf of Father Makowitz and the entire campus ministry family, we would like to let you know that we are also here for you. I work with campus ministry, and we're also here for you. We want to stand in solidarity with you as you navigate your way through this uh, collegiate journey. We want to stand in solidarity with you, as, uh, and we want to accompany you on your spiritual journey as part of the development of your whole self, body, mind, and spirit. We look after the whole package, as they say. So students at campus ministry, students of all faith traditions, as well as students who don't even identify as being particularly religious, are welcome. Our offices are on the lower level of the Egan Chapel, and we'd love to have you come and spend some time with us there. So God bless you. God bless this event. Thank you for coming out tonight. Hi everybody, it's great to see so many of you out here tonight. Um, I know you didn't come here to see me, so I'm gonna keep it nice and brief. We are here tonight largely to talk about mental health. And many of you will know already why I chose these two guys to put up here um, to talk about it. Because both of these really famous, successful, handsome, rich pop stars both had to take a break this year from their touring because of mental health. They came right out and were very open and said, we're doing this for ourselves. Oops. These two very famous celebrities have come out and talked about their struggles with anxiety. These two amazing women have talked openly about their struggles with having an eating disorder. These two amazing basketball players have come out and talked about their struggles with depression. 
And all of these guys, too numerous to name, have also come out talking about their depression. And I could literally stand up here for a really long time, but I really want to get to LA, so I'm not going to do that. So why is that important? Why am I highlighting that? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One is, there's no way to look at somebody and know what their struggles are, right? All of these people, if you take a look at them, look like they literally have it all. But really, at the bottom of it all, they're human, and they struggle, just like the rest of us. The other really important thing they do by talking about their struggles is they break the stigma and they let everybody else talk about it too. And why is it important to break the stigma, especially right now? So after the pandemic, it turns out that whatever, judging on the study you look at, that between 60 to 80% of college students are struggling with anxiety or, or depression. One study put that at over nine in 10, but uh, it's hard to know. So like when we look at that, is it like this whole half of the room or this whole half of the room? Is it the whole room? Are we all struggling? Um, it's just become more common after the pandemic to be struggling with these issues than to not be struggling with these issues. Here's the other part. Only 25% of students are getting the support that they need to navigate this. So, is it this little portion or that, li those, that back section? We don't know, but we know that not enough people are getting the support for it. And that's where we come in. We're here for you too. Um, we're counseling and psychological services. We are free and confidential to all students who are full-time at Fairfield University. And we, last year we saw 911 students, and this year we're on target to see that many as well. But we're here to support you through all of those things that I just mentioned. We're located in the Jokes Wellness Center, right next to the Health Center. We're really easy to reach. We also have online booking. Some students come to us once, some come to us six to eight times, some need a little bit more, so we help be the bridge to the help that they need. But we are here for the smallest problem to the biggest problems. There's nothing that we can't help with. So I just it's really important to spread that because rather than sitting with it, you get to get help with it, right? And be more than that 25% who's getting the help that they need right now. So, it's my honor right now to introduce Lauren Adams, who is the president of our psychology club, who will then introduce our guest of honor. I am the president of the psychology club for the second year now. Um, it is my pleasure to be here. I'm so excited, Ellie, that you're here to talk about mental health awareness. Um, mental health is something that's really important to me. It's something I've struggled with and advocated for since the sixth grade. Um, and so I'm really excited that we now get to spread awareness to all of you um, and for all of you to be advocates. So, Elizabeth Haney, or Ellie, is a 24-year-old Fairfield native. Ellie grew up less than a mile from campus and attended Fairfield Ludlow with her twin brother. She went on to graduate from the University of Delaware in 2020. After graduation, Ellie was working in a corporate job, but knew she wanted something more. 
She decided to leave her job in 2021 to pursue her dream and launch Hainsey, a clothing company that promotes mental health awareness in order to reduce the stigma and to normalize the conversation around mental health. We are so happy and grateful to have Ellie here with us this evening to share with us her own personal story with mental health struggles and to let us know that we are not alone. Ellie. Wow, thank you guys so much for that wonderful introduction. Thank you Fairfield University for having me. Hello to all of you. So before I get started, I did want to start off by saying I am not a professional. Do I sound fine on this mic? Okay, <laughs> like barely ever talked on a mic. So I wanted to start off saying I am not a professional. I know what it feels like to struggle. And this evening, I'm going to be sharing with you my personal struggle, my story, my hope. However, my journey is not yours and it's not somebody else's. So tonight I am going to be talking about topics that may be triggering to you guys or to somebody that you may know. Please feel free to step out of the room at any time if you need to get some water or excuse yourself. Totally understandable. Um, I forgot I'm flipping the slides. <laughs> Perfect, thank you. So I'm gonna ask you guys, if you can please raise your hand, if you or somebody that you know has struggled with mental health. So I'm just gonna let that sit for a second. So I've never been in a room where somebody's asked me that. So I made sure I asked that tonight. As you can see, most people raise their hand. I'm gonna let that sit again. Go ahead, next slide. So before I was preparing for this speech, I, I was really nervous, honestly. And I was looking up YouTube videos, PowerPoints, quotes on how to make a really, a lasting impression on the audience, how to make a good speech. And I came across this quote that read, first learn the meaning of what you say and then speak it. So I kind of stopped worrying a little bit after I read that because I realized that I learned this by living it. And I'm sharing with you all the, that experience and what I'm sharing with you is my life and my truth. So now let me introduce myself. My name is Ellie Haney. I'm 24 years old, from Fairfield, Connecticut. I grew up and still live with my twin brother and parents. I graduated from Ludlow High School and then went to the University of Delaware where I spent four years living with my best friends. I was part of multiple organizations, clubs, sports, member of Chi Omega, was a TA and also a tutor. I graduated with a mass media communication major and a minor in advertising. I then accepted a corporate job immediately after graduation in Stanford, Connecticut, where I was there for about six months and then left to join a better opportunity in Norwalk, Connecticut. I left Norwalk after a couple months to embark on my journey of entrepreneurship, where I then launched Hainsey Clothes, 
I am now about a year into business full time and I'm making the impact on my community and the world. Spreading my message of normalizing and destigmatizing mental health using fashion as a medium and also sharing my story. Now I'm going to reintroduce myself. Hi, my name is Ellie Haney. I'm 24 years old from Fairfield, Connecticut. I grew up and still live with my twin brother and parents. I don't remember a lot of Ludlow High School because I was so anxious most days. I ate lunch alone in the bathroom at times. Before I knew it, I was a college student at the big school of University of Delaware. Most of college, I felt lost, terrified, alone, and just the idea of living was so exhausting and overwhelming that some days I just didn't want to. I was part of all these organizations, but would often ask myself, how and why was I accepted? I was constantly surrounded by the best people, but mainly felt alone. I was on academic probation in college and have no idea how I graduated. COVID hit and all my struggles escalated. I accepted a job in Stanford, Connecticut after graduation, where I was so miserable and my mental health was plummeting yet again. I left and took another job in Norwalk, Connecticut, where I decided to quit after a couple months and launch my business full-time as an outlet to help myself heal from my personal challenges. I left two corporate jobs within eight months. I am now a business owner, but I struggle with money regularly and still feel lost at times. I battle with my mental health daily. So here's um, two pictures of myself. So let me tell you and talk to you about where I came from and where I am today. So elementary school, middle school, and high school all happened for me in Fairfield as well. I have very strange memories of when I was pretty young in first grade probably learning about death for the first time. I had a lot of questions and thoughts about death, wondering why, what the point of living was, if we're all gonna die. I just never understood that. And I have memories of having a lot of death anxiety when I was young. However, most of the time, all of the time in elementary, middle school, high school, I did not realize I was experiencing mental health challenges. I didn't know what anxiety was. I just thought feeling not good and numb all the time was, was normal. Then I go off to University of Delaware. I felt invincible, to say the least. The second I got to school, I was going out every night doing whatever I wanted. I felt maybe too invincible. I got really sick with pneumonia but still obviously had to go out to celebrate the last week of freshman year, first semester. I went to a frat party and I drank a lot. Then I came back to my dorm and I smoked a lot of weed. I was put into a drug-induced psychosis, which is an out-of-body experience. Pretty much feels like a panic attack that doesn't stop. I was screaming at the top of my lungs 
to my roommates to take me to the hospital, running down the hall, freaking out. It was terrifying. During that time, I felt like I would never find myself ever again. The next morning I woke up, I couldn't, I didn't get out of bed for like three days. I finally, my roommate told me to call my mom, tell her that something was really wrong. My mom came down with me, stayed with me at a hotel in Delaware, helped me through my finals, which I was able, I were able to, I was able to take online due to a doctor's note. Thankfully, winter break was right around the corner. So my mom took me to the doctor and I asked the doctor what was wrong with me. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I thought I had brain aneurysm, some really bad sickness, something really bad. And he told me that I was experiencing extreme mental health issues and I needed to, I should see a therapist, which was even more terrifying. I didn't know what mental health was. I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know what depression was. This episode brought to the surface a lot of my mental health challenges that I didn't even know I had. As a result of that experience, for the next four years, I struggled daily with ups and downs and felt pretty hopeless for most of the time. I felt so hopeless, helpless, alone. I started making myself throw up because my mind was so warped. I felt so fat and so out of control that that felt like the only thing I could control was making myself throw up. I also started to believe that it was not possible to feel okay without drinking. So all I looked forward to was drinking because it made me escape my mind for a little bit. Part of me felt constantly terrified. I experienced regular, regular panic attacks, derealization, disassociation, intrusive dark thoughts, OCD tendencies, imagery, constant feeling of doom and wanting to die. I did not want to wake up. I felt so painful. I was in so much pain. It's thinking back on it, it, I, it hurts my heart. Next one. So the craziest thing about all of this is if you saw me or even knew me, you would have not, you would not think or know any of this. These following pictures are literally taken straight from my Instagram. So this was a freshman year of college friends trip to Mexico. I threw up most of that trip. I had comments on comments, texts on texts saying, you look so good. Looks like you're having so much fun, et cetera, et cetera. When I came back to school, same stuff. Trip looked like time of, time of your life. And I could not be more miserable the entire time. I could not have been more miserable the entire time. This is a picture of one of my ex-boyfriends from college. 
I remember this day, I got off the call with my therapist right before we went out to a day drink. And I asked her before I got off the call, why is everything so good in my life but I feel so bad? I remember my boyfriend was visiting. It was beautiful April day outside, 60 degrees and sunny. All my friends and I were day drinking, hanging out, but I felt so sad. Everyone's looking at him, not me. He's so much hotter than me, so much better than me. I genuinely never understood why he dated me. I was so uncomfortable in my own skin and insecure. This final picture is a picture of me and my Kayo sorority friends. This was a night, um, sorority recruitment evening, and it was a celebratory night. And the whole time I felt like I did not belong. All these girls were so wonderful, every single one of them. Nice, welcoming, beautiful, inside and out. I felt like I didn't fit that picture or that mold. And I didn't look at myself the way I looked at them. Next slide. Deep underneath all of this pain, I started to slowly believe that there had to be more than the way I was feeling. I just didn't know how to access it. I didn't know how to access any other feelings except darkness. That's what it felt like. Senior year came around, senior year of college came around. Then before we knew it, COVID hit in March of 2020, right before our senior graduation. I hopped on the tie-dye trend from the pandemic. I started tie-dyeing all of the pieces in my closet along with my friends, roommates, neighbors, everyone. I took something as ordinary as a t-shirt that looks like nothing special, and I was able to turn it into a beautiful creation the next day. That allowed me to see a small glimpse of light, something that I created. I've already told you guys about the corporate jobs that I took and quit because I was gaining so much light from doing this entrepreneur, I can never say this word, entrepreneurial work. <laughs> What if I started talking about my struggles and how this has been a source of hope for me? What if this could be an outlet for others? Here for You was born. A conversation with my best friend Emma and I. Here for you even if you don't want to talk. Here for you if you don't know what's happening. Something Emma and I would text each other all the time. We can sit down, we don't have to talk, but no, I'm here. Constant reminder that we are never alone. Knowing someone was there for me when I couldn't explain what was happening helped me. We all need each other. Life is not meant to be done alone. I'm still walking this journey. I have learned that there's no other side but now I live free and hopeful. I saw very little light for a very long time. Ever since I started my business, I found purpose. Right when I got a glimpse of hope, I wanted to continue to find more. I am now going to tell you how I've really helped myself and how I chose life and to live.
This is how I found hope. There's a lot of things that have helped me through my journey. But for the sake of time, I'm only going to talk. I'm only going to touch on a couple. Very significant ones. I'm going to start off with talking. I've had the pleasure of talking to a couple athletic teams here at Fairfield University. And I've found that the second I tell my story, it liberates someone else to stand up. I've also had the pleasure of speaking to many students, young, old, and I find the same thing with everybody. The second I open up, it liberates someone else too. Comments like, wow, me too, I felt that. Thank you for saying that because I was afraid to. The second I started opening up, I have men coming up to me at bars, the last person that I would ever think to open up or to struggle, telling me how alone they feel. And my Instagram story is the only outlet for them. They can't talk to their friends. They can't talk to family. They feel that alone. People you would never imagine. This is real. Talking has helped heal me. Medication. I started medication five and a half months ago. For six years, I have resisted medication because of the stigma surrounding it. You take medication for your ankle, your headache, your leg, whatever the hell it is. I thought deep, deep down inside me that if I ever accepted medication for my mental state, it would, be, it would prove that I'm not worthy enough that I'm less than, that I didn't try hard enough, or I cheated my way through it. Medication has made me feel more like myself. It has made me feel more stable, calm, and allowed joy to flow into my life. It's here for a reason. Sobriety. I started my journey with sobriety right when I started medication five and a half months ago. My parents suggested I do this to see if it would give my medication a better chance to work. I really didn't want to do it because quite honestly, I thought that I was never gonna ever be able to have fun again, be happy again. I thought that it might help my anxiety, but my life was gonna suck. I found that in my efforts to numb all the bad with alcohol, I was also numbing everything good. You can't have one without the other, I learned. I feel ways I haven't felt since I was a little kid. I feel the most connected and full I've ever felt within my body. Murphy Center at Fairfield University. I have no words for the Murphy Center and what they have done for me. I've never walked into a church in my life. I've never grew up religious. I only went to churches for funerals or weddings or whatever. This has been the most welcoming community I've ever felt a part of. It has opened my eyes to every part of life and it has quite literally changed my life. It has helped me heal spiritually and connect in ways I did not know was possible. My spiritual advisor has helped me learn the joy of living 
And I don't say that lightly. I'm now embracing every part of me and standing in my truth. My final point in what has helped me the most is creating. I've turned my pain into a business that normalizes the struggles and makes others feel less alone through using fashion. I went full-time with my business about a year ago in September 2021 and have been growing ever since. In the past five, six months, I've become very vocal about my struggles and how I'm incorporating that in, in with my business community. Fairfield University, I'm speaking to you when I say these next couple things. I'm imagining myself sitting where you were sitting. And even if I was struggling half the amount that I was, hearing some of these things would have changed my life and made it a lot different. Don't struggle in silence. It's so painful. And it's brave when you talk. I actually promise you, you are not alone. It gets better. I am proof that there is help, hope, and change. Social media is not fucking real. You have no idea how much life has to offer you. It's hard to see that sometimes, but trust that. Don't rely on external validation. You are all you need, authentically, yourself. Struggle is real, but it's not forever. It's painful. People literally take their own lives. As I'm sure you guys have seen in the news and everywhere, suicide, 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 suicide. It's a very real thing. The pandemic did not help that. In fact, made it a lot worse. And quite honestly, easier to struggle in silence. If you do not know pain, that's wonderful. But beware, you have no idea what someone is going through. Be kind. People hide pain all the time. I hope you can leave tonight feeling a lot of things, but mo most importantly, less alone. I feel like a different person than I felt a couple years ago. Hope is real, but the only way out is through. Never give up. Believe it's possible. Talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend. You're worth it. It's courageous and powerful to be vulnerable. Stand in your truth so someone else can feel the courage to do so. Find your light. Reach out for help. I am here to stand strong with all of you and build a community of authentic people to better days. I am speaking as someone who has struggled, someone who is struggling, and someone who will always struggle. But I am more importantly speaking to you as the person who will never stop fighting and who knows their life is worth living and someone who wants to live. Through it all, every moment, the dark and the light. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me.